Go. Um, okay, so we don't ever do openings, so I guess we'll do an opening for episode three. Episode oh three, season one, episode three. Of How do seasons work on podcasts? I don't know. We're just going to go until we hit a number of episodes. It seems like it's an appropriate amount for a season. Deal. Do we do, do, we do an anime 12 or a typical... No, we do TV a one piece. 24. I, I was no, going to no. say, I feel like we, we do, do a one piece. We, we do a thousand episodes. It's <laughs> only one season. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we do like a uh, an office, like 25 yeah, episodes yeah, a okay. season yeah, type yeah, yeah. 25 what if? Yeah, okay. 25 episodes is good. <laughs> All right. So um, this is for those who... Don't know. This is the Playbook Project. Uh, yes. My name is Matt. My name is Nick. My name is Jeff. There you go. That way everybody can get a little voice. There we go. Match there up the go. voice with the name. We haven't done that once, and we have three episodes uploaded yeah. already. Once we have season zero, episode one, and then season one, episode right. one and two. Once we get a camera. Actually, you know what? Remind me for next week to bring my camera. We'll um, okay. I'll record it on the camera. That way people can see faces to the names. Yes. Uh, so tonight we're here at Nick's place, which is yeah. awesome. I love this. Uh, Nick's got a nice, quiet little place in where are we? Hamilton. 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 Not Hamilton. New Jersey's has too many towns <coughs> with like the similar, similar names. names yes. Hamilton yeah. and Hamington. Well, there's, there's also you have Morristown, M O O, and there's Morristown, yes. M O R R. Yeah. You and you also have like. Hamilton Township, which is here. Then you have Hamilton, which is down near the shore, like yes. near Atlantic City. And then you also have Hamilton, which is south on the way to AC. Yep. Yeah. God, it's I hate New Jersey. Confusing. <laughs> too confusing. New Jersey is never, never a fun place to be. Actually, you know what? I don't mind it too much. It's all right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> easy listen, enough to deal with. Listen, listen uh, side note to the both of you. Gun laws suck. I don't know if we... Well... I don't know if we <laughs> talked about this before. I feel like we we kind of bring up a lot of old points. We bring up, you know, mm-hmm. some some dirty laundry here, but Uh-oh. I'm going to bring it to the forefront again. I think Atlantic City needs a team. Oh, no. Dude, it. dude, I don't uh, care what Atlantic City is such <laughs> a shithole. <laughs> what, what, no, no. Do they have a minor league team? Um, I don't know. Camden has the uh, Camden yeah. River Cats, right? I, I wouldn't mind. Are they a minor league team, though, or are they like a semi-professional team? I think they're semi-pro. Uh, I think they're semi-pro. Yeah, wait, speaking of semi-pro, but great movie with Will Ferrell. <laughs> <Arlen. laughs> oh, my God. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a double-A, uh, triple-A team. No, okay. For, for Atlantic City. Think about, think about having like a... That'd be have to be a Philadelphia team. Think, about, think. think about having uh, like... You could get away with a New York team having a... Tr- Double A, triple A there? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You guys are thinking too small here. We need an MLS franchise. Hear me out. We have the Atlantic City Jets, right? Or, or you could have, like, you, you could have something to do with, like, the shore, right? So you can have, like, the Atlantic City. Oh, Camden River Sharks are no longer a No, team. they're not a thing anymore. No, they're not a thing anymore. <laughs> they collapsed in 2015. Okay. Yeah. They got bought out. The stadium's still there, though, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't even, it wasn't even affiliated with Major League Baseball. I think. No, the River Sharks, no. Yeah, they got dropped. Yeah, they got dropped by the Yankees, and then they tried to do their own independent, and then they went under. This again, the stadium is still there. Um, I don't know what they're doing with it. I, they were supposedly tearing it down, but uh, hey, eh. another another great venue for the uh, Savannah Bananas and their little league that they got going on. Facts. Dude, I love them. By the way, oh good. Have you seen this the video on the story of how how they were created yep. about the couple? Absolutely no. awesome story. Oh God, yeah, they were so in debt. And he they was were sleeping uh, in the in the the stadium. 
No, that's, I they didn't even have a whole. They bought out like an old minor league stadium. Yep. The, yeah. the township didn't want to. Township didn't want to um, repair it or modernize it in any way because it was a historical one, and so that led the original team that was leasing out the stadium uh, to move somewhere else, and then that's where they come in, the owners of the bananas. I think I think they have. I think they got like six teams in the league now uh, as far as who else they play against beyond the bananas they play the party animals that's it i think no they have they have their other teams. no yeah i don't I, i've i've animals. only ever seen clips of them playing the party i animals, believe there's I more it's not like the harlem globe globe trotters however i i do remember one of them uh one of the players interviewing when they asked like is it staged like the globe trotters and he was like, "No, you actually have to play baseball. Like, yeah, he's like it's not play, as easy. No, yeah, as, you no. can't really stage baseball. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you can lob pitches in, but even still, you have to make contact with the right, ball. Right? Like, yeah, no, it's yeah. not like basketball where you can kind of. It's like it. Barry Bonds. He might have had steroids, but you still have to be good at baseball well, to make contact. Uh, and also, he's still a Hall of Famer. Ha uh, ha. Well, Matt, the, the does thing- cheating make you a Hall of Famer? <laughs> Everybody was using steroids at that time. <laughs> Nick Nobody says, was that good. Nick says with a mouthful of pizza. Um, no, but Matt, like, <clears throat> the big thing with uh, Bananas is is the way that they have the game set up. You know, it, it's, it's very interesting. I am absolutely a big fan of what they decided to do. They're bringing in more... Um, eyes to baseball, even though it's a modified version of baseball. It's yeah, not, it's, it's not, not really true. baseball, but well, it's not true baseball in the sense of um, <clears throat> the typical amount of innings. And there's a lot of stuff that they do in banana ball, as they call it, um, which violates some of the normal MLB rules, right? Like dancing but, or what have you. Yeah, but those things are what gives it its shtick. It's very entertaining. Like dancing, you mean like. The fact that if you catch a foul ball as a fan, it counts as an out. Wait, say that again? In banana ball, in their version of baseball, when they play their thing, like, each inning is its own game. Right. Oh. Well, it's... it's. I don't know enough about inning, this. I think it's like a... S- no, it's like each inning is their own game, so you win each inning. Like, each inning is its own thing. So, from each inning, when you win the inning, you get a point. Oh. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, and you have to get to a certain amount of points to win, and then as if you catch a foul ball... As a fan, it's an out. It's an out. Yeah. Wait, for both teams or just the bananas? No, no, no. For both teams. Rule one, win the inning, get the point. Every inning is worth one point. The team that gets the most runs in an inning gets a point for that inning. Except for the last inning where every run counts. Two-hour time limit. Okay. No stepping out. If the hitter steps out of the box, it's a strike. Okay. Interesting. No bunting. Bunting sucks. If a hitter bunts, wait a minute. If a hitter bunts, they are ejected from the game. Listen, I'm a traditionalist. I love bunting, but we'll move on. Wait, Go wait, ahead. What do you got next? Continue. Look. Batters, batters can steal first on any pitch of an at bat. The hitter can try to steal first base. This can happen on a pass ball, wild pitch, or at any time the hitter chooses. I like that. I like that. No like walks that. allowed. If a pitcher throws ball for it, becomes a sprint. The hitter will take off running while every defensive player on the on the field much must touch the ball before it becomes live. The hitter can advance to as many bases as they want. The ball does not have to touch the catcher or pitcher. Interesting. Yep. Okay. No mound no visits. Mound I visits. like that. Yep. If a fan catches a foul ball, it's an out. 
I like okay. Just I, I whatever you do, just don't catch a bananas foul ball is what it says. Yeah. Showdown tiebreaker. If the game is tied at the end of the two-hour time limit, the game will go into a showdown tiebreaker. In each showdown, the hitter must score. If they score, it's worth one point. If they get out, it's worth no points, and it's called a showdown shutdown. Round one, pitcher, catcher, and one fielder versus one hitter. Round two is pitcher and catcher versus one hitter. Round three is pitcher, catcher, and one fielder versus one hitter with the bases loaded. (laughs) In this final showdown, every run counts as a point. No team has won after three showdowns. They will continue with bases loaded in one fielder until one team has won. If at any point a home run is hit over the outfield wall, it's a walk-off win and the game is over. I got to see Bro, if they've ever And Shane Victorino, Shane Victorino, I just uh, saw a yeah, clip just, on TikTok. He yeah. just had like a walk-off hit for him yeah. <laughs> the other night. No like, way. We'll, we'll, we'll bring in old players. Like They're, yeah. they, they're, they're all over the place. Uh, dude, I love place. this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I know about the bananas and whatever, but I, I never really, I never really took a deep dive into the bananas and how they worked. But I actually kind of like. This. Oh no, it's crazy! And then, of course, they do like all their TikTok dances and stuff during the game. Oh, they of do course, stupid of stuff, and then you have the umpire who like twerks and stuff like that. <laughs> like the one umpire, he's like a big beer belly bald guy with a big beard and. He Aren't they coming into Philly? I heard they were doing. Oh, a tour, and they're right? already like sold out. Oh, are they? Well, I'm sure. There Go was on a their tickets there. Huge, huge wait list. Thirty three oh, cities. They're going to Trenton Thunder. Oh, okay. What's the? Uh, see if you can get tickets for it. I guess you got to scroll down. It's a wait list. Oh, forget that. That's wild, though. I do. I do enjoy the fact that they play it a little differently. You know what, though. It brings it brings fun to baseball, you know. It makes it exciting and enjoyable, and and gives baseball a um, a different look, you know. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. A, you like, have to get on the wait list. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think baseball is great, but you know, you have football, you have flag football, arena football, right? There's other versions of these games where you can get people to still be playing and buy in and enjoy it and what have you. So, I, I really like this. Yep. And you know what? For what it's worth, it's not as globetrotter e as I thought it was. Like I, I know, I know it isn't globetrotter because you have to play baseball. But they actually, it at least by the rules, it they actually do play a game. Like they actually do play, and they, right. they actually is a chance that they could lose, which makes it interesting because it's not just you know oh they're gonna win. Like you, you actually have to play, and there's actually other ways of of. You know, of doing it. I, I like that a lot. I really do, actually. Yeah. Have you seen – so you know the party animals. Have you heard some of the other names? No. What are the other teams? <laughs> Here we you go. guys are filling off. me in tonight. <laughs> uh, I'll read off a couple. The Florence Yalls. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. The Kansas City Monarchs. Okay. Well, that makes sense. The Kansas City Royals. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, obviously, like you said, the party animals. The Charleston Dirty Birds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think who else. I'm trying to look here. The first Charleston Dirty, Dirty Birds? Birds. Yeah. They've had the MLB that they've played their games with as far as um, uh, old the Major League Players uh, alumni they've played before. Okay, that's cool. So I know, like you said, they just brought in Shane Victorino the other night. Was there any other players you know of that they brought in? I mean, I can. it's easy enough to find out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that worried about it. Like, you don't have to go Google. But it. no, off the top of my head. But I know they've brought in, like, 
players before who were previous uh, MLB players. Yeah, and they've had a bunch of minors players come through. I love times. this. You guys are, like I said to Jeff yeah. two seconds ago, you guys are filling me in tonight, giving me a lot of information on uh, the world of sports that I don't know. Uh, by the way, you know what I was watching the other night? What's uh, that? Since we're still kind of in the uh, ESPN 8, the Ocho, uh, I was watching professional cornhole with my mom the other night. Oh. And, yeah, we so we turned it on because I was – Johnny Damon. Oh, they had Johnny Damon? I like that. Johnny Gomes, too. Um, but do you know how awkward it is? Not awkward, necessarily, but do you know how like weird it is to try and explain cornhole to somebody who has no idea what oh. cornhole is? Cause oh, my mom not know? No, because we're watching. So we're watching oh. cornhole, and I'm in kind of invested in it. And I'm like, okay, this is this is interesting. Like, you can tell they're all like frat bros who've had way too much to drink in their past. Like, y- y- you oh, yeah. can tell like they, they play cornhole way too well. And they're playing. My mom's like, I, what is this? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, you don't know cornhole? <laughs> she was like, no, no, I've never played. So, yeah, so I, you're trying to explain cornhole. And then I, you realize how dumb of a game cornhole is where it's like, she, she was like, that's it? You just throw bean bags at a, in a hole? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Th- that's, that's it. But then there's math to it because bean bags will cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. It's that's a little bit more complicated it's, than that. Uh, it's... There's some there's some wild there's some wild games out there on ESPN. I guess it is ESPN eight, but it's yep. like ESPN. What ESPN the Ocho. Yeah, where like they have they have spike ball, ping pong. Wait a minute. I've seen ping pong on Wait there. Wait a minute. Um, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you uh, have you ever gambled like sports gambled, but yeah, you can sports like gamble like on Pandora. ping pong. What? Yeah. What? So. So if you so side note so if you go on since we're speaking of it if you go on FanDuel right and go to like live like live games or whatever uh-huh. it comes up with ping pong because there's always ping pong tournaments and they're always Asian like it's always an Asian country <laughs> tournament no yeah and like dude, China it's huge in China dude and you can instantaneously bet next point serve that's fall. wild dude that. you can the dude, most the most I've ever done like that on like FanDuel like I bet on the Super Bowl. Um, I won a little bit on the Super Bowl, and then I I've played like the live live game like blackjack a couple oh, times. No, nah, you got to do live done, ping pong. I've done a lot of the boxing and MMA oh, okay. fights and stuff like that. I've bet on before. I had a friend lose ten grand on McGregor once. Uh, <laughs> Was it against Khabib? <laughs> I believe yeah, so. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Uh, Khabib's no, Khabib's a different animal. We used to do that for as far as um when we've watched the games at your house before. Oh yeah. yeah, we used to do that. I remember sitting there, everybody's gathered around in front of the, front of the TV with the live stream going to it. And yes, we, uh, we just do that. We used to. Funny. We gotta we gotta start getting back into it. I think I think what would be fun actually, since the summer season's here, um, I think what could be really fun is uh, what we used to do. What Jeff's talking about. We used to, um, we used to put a projector up, and we used to stream games or fights or whatever on my dad's old projector and we used to sit there and watch the games and critique and I think that could be kind of fun you know have a a summer baseball game on or a summer fight on and just kind of record while we're watching it and you know put it on a video where it's just like us watching on a big old screen I think that could be fun before I uh started the Disney College program I was staying at a house in Davenport Florida and I watched the Conor McGregor 
Cowboy Cerrone fight. Okay. Uh, in the pool, in the pool of like the rental property, we oh. watched from <laughs> the pool because awesome. it was a heated pool. So we watched from the pool and watched the TV. And we just chilled out there and watched right. it. But that's awesome. McGregor beat him in like twenty seconds. So yeah. Right, <laughs> it was, right. It was a very. It was like, all right, fight. well, we're done. Yeah. Best, I think, best fight I ever watched, and I don't watch a ton of UFC, but I think the best fight I ever watched was Conor McGregor Nate Diaz. Two was it yes. two where they just went at yeah. it bloody and just like it was an yeah I, b- that, I believe so that, that was, was probably the fight. best one I watched live. Um, the UFC gets a little uh, I don't want to say gets a I little much, it. but I don't follow it enough to to really be in it. Like I, I mean I know we've talked about um, that I train you know jujitsu and what have you, but I don't right. follow MMA to that extent where I can really talk about who's in it, who's not, who's getting a belt, this at this. Um, but yeah, did you, Nicholas, did you have anything? Because you're normally the guy who comes up with the schedule of <laughs> what we're going to talk about. If you didn't, no worries. We can just go off the cuff tonight because I think that's kind of where we're at. But No, I had a, a couple things as oh my no. six-month-old is trying to yank the microphone out of my hand. He's joined he us tonight for the, uh, the podcast. He just wants to be yes, in on and it. And so has his mother who's sitting in the background eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> She's just sitting over there like, hi. Um. So let's talk about Tampa Bay for a second. Oh, okay. Had a uh, had a had a rough week. Had a rough week. Um, I think it's just a rough week. Allowed twenty runs versus Tampa. Good Toronto Lord. or Toronto. Toronto. Good Lord. Well, I think it was a pitching. I don't think it was. I don't know what happened, but that was ugly. You know what? I, you know what I think it is. And but they've also come off of like back to back to back losses too. Series losses or series, series losses. Yeah. So you, you know what I think. First is, time though? all season, I think it, that they've lost the series. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nutty. That I it's all it's almost in June. It it could be. It could definitely be a pitching issue. I know um, the rotation isn't. I mean, it was strong to start the season, and it's kind of starting to fall off just a hair. But yeah. I, I think a lot of Tampa's issue is the fact that they started so hot with bad teams. You got to remember the first right. few series of the year they played Chicago, the the, Detroit. the White Sox. Right, the White Sox, not the Cubbies. They played Detroit. They played the A's, yep. right? and that was your first three series. And you went six and zero, seven and zero, what have you? Uh, or maybe not the first three, I think, but I think there's another series in there. Yeah. I don't know, but they played three very bad teams out of their first four, few series. Yeah, you played three or four bad teams right off the jump, and then you get into this stretch now where they played a struggling Mets team, but the Mets were able to scrape out too. They played the Yankees. They played Toronto. You know you. you you get to a point where you start playing better competition um, and things start catching up to you, right? Like you start getting a little more exposed because now you're playing tougher teams, better lineups. You know, you, you now people are getting more settled too. Yeah. The people are starting to get into the groove of the season. You know, you had those uh, first month slumps starting to break because, you know, there's always a few that go into that first month and just struggle right out of the gate. But people start to come around and, and, you know, expose these teams. That's why I, I, I've always, especially with the uh, adding of the third wild card, April doesn't mean a ton. It, it used to mean a lot when you had no wild cards. Right, you, but now with with three wild cards, yeah. April means little to nothing um, because of the fact that I, I look at last year with the Phillies, they started yeah. t- nineteen and twenty one and ended up getting in, going on a run, getting to the World Series. So they got hot when they needed. To. Yeah, exactly. They they got hot when they needed to. So Happens. so April doesn't mean much to me. So when the race started out really hot, it was awesome to watch. But 
you know, in July, August, we'll see how the divisions shake out. Right. We'll see what teams are standing, what teams are not, because it, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at the Miami Heat, perfect example. Uh, in a in the NBA, three o yeah, and they were eight series lead, an eight seed. They in you know Boston in the beginning of the season started twelve and two or whatever. Like none of that matters when you get towards the end of the season and get into the postseason. So I can't believe that that's going to wind up being the way it's going to for the finals. I I dude I love it. I think you say wind up going the way it's going to. Watch you say that. Watch Boston come back and win it in seven. No, there's no, no way. You, I listen. I don't think they're, but God forbid they do. I think. I think. I think Miami and Butler have it. Hey, Bron, Bron beat the super team Golden State. Came back from three one. Well, and then he lost to Denver. He got this swept year. this year. Yeah. I'm talking about 2015-16, Bron. Well, so so here you're not that we weren't talking about baseball, but. Here's or was that 2015-16 or was that 2016-17? 16-17. 16-17. The, there's a couple things that go into this Miami-Boston series. Number one, the fact that Boston has seven undrafted guys in there, and four of which are in the rotation, but they have seven undrafted guys producing and playing really well, which is awesome. But to your point, Nick, the Celtics are the better team, like on paper, depth, statistically, like – in every sense of the word, the Celtics are the better team, but you can't measure hard on paper, right? No. And no. I think that's what Miami has. I think Jimmy Buckets is all heart. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's obviously talented, but I think he, he's all heart. I think the team is all heart, and I think uh, Spo is a phenomenal coach, which is helping. Can Boston, to your point, Jeff, can Boston win in seven? Absolutely. I, I think Boston can come back and win in seven because they're on paper, better team. They have every advantage. But do they have the heart to come back? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think I think that as a as a Sixers fan Or whichever one of you said Celtics fan, but that doesn't matter. No, well yeah, but as a Sixers fan, I think that you know, they they really lucked out being able to get out of the Sixers series. Oh, one hundred percent. So that's why I'm like, I just don't think they have it in the tank, enough gas in the tank left to turn it around now. Yeah, and uh, you know what? There is something to be said about a little uh, too little too late. Like, at what point is it too late to turn it on? And You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's a lot harder to win four straight than it is to win two in a row or one game. So, to right. your point, at what at what point is it too late to turn it up, turn it on, right. and then try and come back? Plus, as a Sixers fan, and, uh, you and Nick both being uh, – Nick more so, but you guys being Sixers fans, I, I actually think it's better – that Boston won because look at what Miami's doing to Boston, who squeaked out of right. the second round. Like you go in, I, I think it's embarrassing what's happening to Boston, being such a talented team, being on paper so much better. Uh, I think they were a uh, minus six hundred favorite, like right. the biggest. I, I think it would be one of the biggest uh, upsets in NBA playoff history. Like for for that to happen, if it was the Sixers, I'd be even more disappointed. If they were in this situation in the conference finals, then we'll it would see. be them going out in Game Seven. No, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd be the, more disappointed. I think, I think there's already a big disappointment that was how the Sixers got out of that. Or That's fair. We're in that series and how it ended. Um, I don't think that uh, Boston winning or losing is really going to change the 
mentality and everything that needed to happen um, for as far as the overall teamwork. Because it, it was pretty obvious. I don't know if you saw post-game conferences or press conferences for as far as after game seven. But yeah, I, was, I saw it was, it was very obvious that they had talked about the fact that there was a lot of lack of communication towards its, that second half there. Yeah, I I did. I watched a lot of the um, I watched a lot of the coverage of it. I, I watched the game itself and the series itself. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, the Sixers are kind of a basket case, stuck between a rock and a hard place. I mean, I know they just fired Doc Rivers, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, what do you do now? Do you try and run it back with the same team and maybe, if not, definitely have the same result? Or do you try and blow it all up and start all over and call the process a failure, right? Like, the Sixers are in this weird space where it's like there's not really a good direction to go. Right. And and the Game 7 post-game uh, post conference and everything that had happened, you know, at the end of Game 6, it's like, is trade Tobias is Harris. Joel Embiid the guy? Is Tobias Harris worth anything to trade at this point? Like he's still worth. It. He's probably still worth like a third and a fourth, maybe. Yeah, but I, I what feel are you like do, out of a do you trade Joel Embiid though? I would. I'd blow it up. I would. I would I trade. It, it, they would be one of the one of the only teams ever, and the only team I could think of off the top of my head that would trade an MVP at, in his right prime. right after his MVP season. The only too. one. But I mean, what do you do? Run it back. Well. Let me ask you this question because I was uh, while you were. I don't know that he's the leader that that team needs. He, well, I don't. I don't know well, if he's a leader. No, but I was. I, I was asking so. Jeff. I'll ask you the same question, Nick. Um, seeing what Miami's doing to Boston, who barely squeaks out of the second round facing the Sixers, how would you feel if the Sixers made it to the conference finals but were in this position, better or worse, than them going out in the second round again? Because you have to remember. Well, that's the thing. I think. Because you have to remember, Boston, Boston was able to win Game Four, but the Sixers may not have. Are won you game talking? Four. To, so, are you talking about us playing the Heat? I, I'm being saying, down three one to the Heat yeah, right now. Being down three one, playing the Heat. Would you feel better or worse? I'd feel. I'd probably feel worse about this right? just because they're an eight seed. Right. So I, I actually think for the Sixers, as awful as this sounds, I think it was better they got bounced, so you don't have to have the secondhand embarrassment of not only barely scraping through Boston. But then getting three one maybe four one, I don't know. I I just think that's even more embarrassing than losing in the second round to a tough yeah. team or what have you. Nonetheless, um, what else you got on that little list of ours? Now that we're kind of sidetracked completely, the Yankees game the other day was a event. Oh, I did not see it. So what happened? Oh, with the squirrel. <laughs> with the squirrel. Yes. Did you not see the Yankees game with the squirrel? <laughs> So apparently a squirrel was running across uh, the right field fence. Yeah, I think the short porch. The short porch. Dude, oh. people went nuts. They, they slow-moed everybody's faces. Some of the faces in the crowd were just wild. So this is, I've always been curious about this. I don't know about you guys. I know uh, my understanding is, like, there's some of the stadiums out there, especially the older ones, have, like, cats that inhabit the uh, oh, stadiums. Yeah. There's a lot of stadiums that have cats yeah. that are, like, living there. Yeah, we've there. seen that on many of occasions, um, kind of out in the outfield on the um, Didn't the Mets the have track. a cat fiasco? I think the Mets did. I definitely know um, <laughs> there's a uh, squirrel. <laughs> Boston did. 
Boston had yes. one before. Yes. Yes, I remember um, those. There's a couple. I know Oakland's a mess. Oakland's yeah. got a funny enough. I remember they they said last year, year before. There you go. <laughs> they. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh Dude, look. look. <laughs> Dude, so, uh, some of them Everybody's are more freaking afraid. out. This dude's like, ooh. <laughs> um, flies out. Dude, squirrels are squirrels are fun animals. Speaking of squirrels and watching the squirrel land, they are crazy, like acrobatically. Dude, like they're crazy athletic. Have you ever watched that thing that Mark Rober did on great, them? Great Squirrel Olympics. Yeah, the thing. So he was a NASA like physicist or engineer and he quit nasa to do youtube videos and he's the guy who does like the glitter bomb pranks on people like the package thief but he also did one where squirrels kept eating like bird seed out of his bird feeder and emptying it so he made like an obstacle course for them to see like if they could get to the bird seed yes i did see this and dude bird like squirrels they're smart little bastards man they are like but yeah, there was that and yeah, so the Yankee game, first of all that, second of all the thing with Judge and Volpe. Judge yeah. going yard to tie it in the bottom of the ninth and then right. Volpe having a walk off sack fly right in the next at bat. That was tough to watch. I think that was yeah. I had a hard time sitting there watching that. Jeff had a hard time watching that. No. Jeff Jeff being a Philadelphia fan, can't uh, can't watch the Yankees win. I yeah. listen. I like. An issue I like. Yankees. But I then like also uh, Zach Hampel. Oh yeah, let's oh. talk about that for a minute. Okay, so let's talk about. We um, mentioned it last, last week, week that. Well, there's an update to the story. Y- yeah, yeah so we mentioned it last Hample. week that Zach Hampel caught a Cedric Mullins home run at the Baltimore Orioles game in Baltimore, and some kid videotaped him and was like, "Oh, you got to give it to AJ, who's his name's Little Man, who's like a Twitch streamer, plays MLB the Show." If you haven't seen the story? Check back to last week's episode. Yes. and we go into it a little bit further. Yes, and then uh, basically. They told him, oh, you know, give it to the the Cedric Mullins kid. And he was like, well, I'm the Mullins guy tonight. Which is hilarious. Which, yeah. And Matt (laughs) finds it to be hysterical. (laughs) I think it's just like. I'm just sitting here imagining, like, uh, I, I I know what he looks like, but I just imagine this kid. Right, where he has like uh, that interaction to me is so funny. Where it's like you gotta give it to little man, you gotta give it to AJ. It's like I'm the Mullins kid tonight, like dude. I just find that hilarious, and and I don't think AJ found it as funny as I'm finding it, but like I think it's still kind of funny. Like you have to you have to live in the the humor of the moment of that because like he didn't know, and that's kind of what happens, right? He came out and said he had no idea who this kid was. Yeah, that's what he tried to say. This is the video. There's the video. So he says he says (laughs) he's an absolute loser. We just watched the clip. Um, But he caught another one in right field in the short porch at Yankee Stadium. And then that one, he like everybody had been blowing him up about it. So he was like, oh, well, I, you know. This one, like, last week, it was, like, a miscommunication thing. I didn't really know what he was talking about, but I apologize for any, you know, ill will there that might have been misconstrued. But I'd like to, you know, little man, get in touch with me. I'd like to get you this ball. You know, I just caught it. There's videos of me catching it. You know, you know, I hope you get this, and I'd like to, you know, get you this ball. So good on Zach Campbell for at least getting him that one. I don't know exactly if he's sincere about 
the first game. I don't understand. Like, now he's caught the second ball, so why not keep the second ball that you caught at Yankee Stadium and not give the first to the kid? Because he's had a history of giving over first home runs. I got to ask this question. Is this is this guy like Marlins man? He just goes to every game. Wait, he so goes to they're all over the country. Yeah, is he and an then Orioles he, fan? No, no he's no. from New York City. So he's like born and raised. I think he was born and raised a Mets fan. But he said, "I don't root for any team. I'm just a baseball fan." Is what yeah, he calls MLB himself. Got gotcha. a whole uh, little movie docu series on Zach Campbell. Oh, okay. So, so he's so he's like Marlins man. He just travels around. Just well, yeah. So he games. goes he goes to all these different games. Um, he he's I think he's hit every single stadium. He's hit all thirty two stadiums. I'm trying to think of. He's been to Old Yankee Stadium. He's been to uh, a decent amount of the um, the foreign games. So when oh, they okay. had the Mexico series, he was in Mexico City for that series. He's been to the UK for the London series before. Gotcha. Okay. He's been out to Japan for the Japan series. And how did he get popular? Just by going to all these uh, games? So, so no. So his original or just like an MLB story, super fan. No, his original story was his uh, lifetime record of catching a ball because he, he's a ball hawk. That's it's a, that's his like. Big yeah, thing he's, that he's, he's been a, doing for, he, for over. He has like a book that he wrote. He's caught. He had like a documentary made about him. He's yeah. caught over like tw- eleven or twelve thousand baseballs yeah. in his how? life. He's Wait, been how going to games since he was right. a kid, and he's four. He'll some. show up to bat. He'll show up to batting practice, and he'll count those balls. If he sees balls on the uh, the track out in the outfield, he has a he has a cup method that he created on a string. Oh, yeah. he can bring in. That he can literally, it's it's like a solo. Like a solo it's cup. almost not a solo cup because it's more sturdy. It's like a plastic cup that's on a string, and he drops it down on top of it. The cup hits the goes around the ball, and he lifts it up and then drops it again. That way, the ball goes further into the cup, and then he just lifts it right back yeah. up. And so he's able and, to collect balls up. that way. And then he has one with a gl- a glove too, where he uses like a sharpie and a rubber band, and the rubber band like bends around the ball, but then like grabs onto the ball, and he's able to pick it he's, up with the sharpie. Like it's nuts. He's done that in um, stadiums that had issues with him bringing a cup in himself. Like most stadiums, don't you'll be good to bring in a glove and a sharpie. Those are things right, that right. anybody brings in. The cup thing is a little bit different. So he's used the glove method for stadiums that have had issues with him in the past as far as him utilizing that method. God. So. Listen, don't get me wrong. I, I can be a pretty big fan of my teams and like sports in general, but God, sometimes some of these crazy fans – like, don't get me wrong. I, I respect the fandom and I respect the hustle. Yeah. But, like, all that, like, that's a lot. Well, my understanding, too, if, if I remember Wait, Is this, he getting money out of this? Uh, he makes money from, like, sponsorships and stuff. But a lot of that time, that money is then going right into paying for travel to games. Golly. So it's not okay. really, like... But I also think, if memory serves from the original series that was produced by the MLB... Um, I'm gonna have he to watch donated this. a bunch of balls that he had collected over time to like, um, like little league teams and stuff like that. Like, like oh, okay. He had, like he doesn't. So good guys, Zach Campbell. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, like he doesn't. Um, he's not sitting at home with like, you know, six or seven huge tubes of like tons and tons of baseballs that he's kept. Um, he's kept a decent amount for as far as purposeful reasons. So 
any of those foreign series or any special series right games obviously keep have, those yeah because they well if you catch them during the game a lot of the time they'll have special insignias that represent that game so he'll keep it for those reasons he's kept obviously certain balls that have been hit by specific people um then obviously he's known for the catches he's made he made um hometown hero mike trout his first home run zach ample caught no way um, and then this dude's I can't everywhere remember, was it it wasn't it jeter he caught one of jeter's home runs at one point that was a significant um and he he had like three thousandth hit was a home run did he catch that one i think it was that one i don't remember for sure which one it was how does he, he know where like okay this is his whole method like, to it oh that's the so man, wild. The man like, knows what he's supposed to be doing he like knows how where do you know how do you how do you just end up in the spot where Mike Trout hits his first home run? Like how do you like? I mean, it's he like watches a lot of tape. He, Golly, yeah, this guy's got to be getting paid. I to have do a this. video. I yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember when it was from or why I was there, but I was at my ex girlfriend's house, Kaylee. Okay, I was at her house and we were watching baseball on the TV. This might have been before we went to Disney, when we went on the Disney trip together. It was. We were watching the Phillies, and Bryce Harper hits a home run, and we're watching it, and I thought I saw somebody familiar, and it was Zach Hample. He caught Bryce Harper's home run. Right. How look, does this guy just, look, this guy's just I have the everywhere, video. dude? Yeah, he's, he's able to be thumped. Look at him, ready? This guy, this guy right in here who caught the ball, he's a YouTuber. Yeah. How, just, I just like, like there, there he is. Like I guess my, I guess my question to all this is like, first and foremost, if he's not getting paid by the MLB, he needs to be getting paid by the MLB. Well, That's number one. Number two, and a is, lot of people are mad at him too because yeah. he wears the uh, MLB umpire hat, and everybody's like, dude, he shouldn't be wearing that hat. They go well, through he, so much like training and. Like, wears, to even be able to wear that hat, like, and oh, people... Oh, no, I'll agree with that. Well, but, he, but that's the only, like, he's, he's, he'll try to keep a neutral hat, so he's, he's like, but he wants to support the MLB, so he's only got so many different options that he can use for as far as that, um, so you have, like, you know, the ump hat is one of those ones that just kind of has the MLB logo on it, and that's all you kind of need. I just, I just want to know, like... How do you find yourself in positions? I just want to know how you find yourself in those positions where you can you can be in the exact spots you need to be when somebody right. hits a home run like that. Like, uh, dude, oh, man. Yeah. I want to dive into the psyche of this guy. Do you remember what the uh, the name of the documentary is? Because now I have to I can, watch it. I can send it to you. Okay, we can, yeah. We, and we, we'll post it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, we um, should. There's, he's written a book about it, and he's obviously had the MLB put a, put a video out on him. I'm going to come back um, next week with hours of research on this kid. It's, it's this kid, guy. He's this, 40. Yeah, he's. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's a very interesting story. Um, very interesting guy. I definitely, like, I envy him as a baseball fan to look at the fact that he's able to, you know, be able to go and that, yeah, see all point. these different ballparks and be able to go on all these trips and see baseball as just a sport, not necessarily as a fan of any specific team, but just go and enjoy it for the game itself. Um, 
And I yeah, know that, that is respectable, people, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot of people who obviously look at him and see the ball hawk and see that that's really, like, what his thing is and that's what he's known on YouTube for. So a lot of people look at him in that sense. But I definitely think that there is still some major semblance of the fact that he is a um, he is a baseball fan at heart, even though he might uh, he might be needing to pay the bills with doing some YouTube content work with ball hawking. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We're talking about Zach Hample. What's your opinion on Zach Hample? Oh, don't like him. Don't yeah, like him. Like boy. All right. Kids That's strolling in with a Mets hat and the pants. I love this fit. Yep, Mets shirt and the Mets pants. I this love is this, this is my brother Colton. Colton, say hi. Hi. What's up, Colton? Big Mets fan. Dude, big look big at him. Big Arsenal fan. This kid could tell you anything about Arsenal. Oh, no know. way. Big Premier League guy. Yeah. Love soccer. You big big soccer fan? That's awesome. You plays really plays flag games? football, plays travel soccer, regular rec soccer too, and then he also plays rec baseball and fifty seventy. <laughs> Holy moly. And all stars. Holy moly. Never, is never having a free weekend. That's what it sounds nope. like. Nope. Never have a Kid's never has a, a free pro. weekend. You want to go pro one day? You want to be a soccer player? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is his last year in baseball. You going full on soccer? How old are you? He just turned twelve. So you're almost in high school. You. Oh, how old are you when you go to high, when you go to like high school? Like fourteen, fifteen. Oh, you got some time. <laughs> Never mind. Don't don't listen to me. I'm sorry. This man, look at him. Uh, he's got the build to be a striker, dude. I see it. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah, he yeah. plays. He plays center nope. field. Plays wicked defense in center field. Nice, he's like nice. Byron Buxton out there. Heck yeah, dude. Yo. So I appreciate it. He's a, awesome. he's a he's a slap hitter like Jeff McNeil. Oh, like no. Ichiro. <laughs> By the way, Ichiro, phenomenal, phenomenal strategy to bring the slap into baseball. Uh, dude. Yeah. No it boy. was like him and Derek Jeter, really. Yeah. Sort of. I don't think Derek Jeter really mastered it the way Ichiro did. Well, no, but still, Derek Jeter was never a home run guy. He was a he was a contact guy, single and double guy. That's true. Bro, I was watching something the other day about Derek Jeter and, like, stats and the, the whole nine on how Derek Jeter might not be negative hundred Negative 162 defensive runs saved for his career. I'm just saying. I think he's one of the most overrated defensive players. You're also ever. a Mets fan. No, I just think he's an <laughs> overrated defensive player. No, no, I agree with you. I think he has a – He, he has makes a, a lot of flashy plays. Yeah, he has a few good flashy plays, and everybody's like, err. Derek Jeter. Actually, I heard he's. I heard he's kind of a dick. I Who, heard Jeter? the same thing. I heard yeah, Derek, I heard, I heard heard Derek, Derek Jeter. Actually, fun, I don't know if we've talked about this one, but fun fact of the day: Derek Jeter actually would never sign a baseball without personalizing it, so you can't resell it. Yeah, it's smart. Honestly. I mean, no, it is. But whenever you would get a baseball or an autograph, Speaking. he would always put your name, and he would always put it on something separate. So if you got a baseball from Posada and Pettit and what have you, he would get his own baseball. And personalize it with yeah. Jeter on it. Speaking of like, autographs at games, let me tell you about when I went to the Mets game at the end of April with my brother who's standing next to me again uh, and my dad and grandfather. And we stood in line for how long we stand in line for? Th 30 minutes before the game started to get autographs. And we're maybe what? Eight, eight in line? Eight people in line? Like. We're waiting for Lindor. Comes right to our line. Awesome. We're eighth. There's no way. Stops right when we're walking up. Second time that's happened to him. Ah, damn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to they, know. They pushed me out of the way. He signed them, and then he skipped me and went on. No. Yeah. 
Francisco yep. Lindor, what yep. are we doing? And then, and then who else came over who was signing at the next one down? Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo was signing. We were hoping he was going to come up to us. He was closer to the dugout, but uh, yep. he ended up not coming. But he signed until, like, the very last second. Nimmo's usually pretty good. Here's yeah, what we're going to do. I'm I, I have a – I forget where it is. It's packed up somewhere from when we moved, but I have a baseball. It's signed by Giorme, who got nice. signed down. Uh, it's signed by Nimmo as well, signed by, I think, Joey Cora, the third base coach. I think Wayne Kirby signed it as well. Steve Gelbs signed it for oh, me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, I think – I um, want to say I want to say Keith Hernandez drove by us and gave us a wave. He didn't stop. Gary, Gary drove by us. I got a kid – I got Pete Alonzo to come. That was right after Pete Alonzo's truck accident when he flipped his truck. Oh, yes. yeah. I remember um, that. That, so that was last year during spring training um, when I was down there, and Pete was walking out to his truck or new car because that was right after. Oh, um, he's rich, so he can get it. Yeah, one. but uh, he was walking <laughs> out, but he was Uh-oh. like, oh, no, guys, like I, I was signing earlier. Like I'm just going home. I was like, oh, well, it's this kid's birthday. So Pete was like, all right, it's your birthday. I'll come over and sign. Was so it I, actually his birthday? Yeah, it was oh, actually okay. his oh, birthday. Okay. So I was able to get the kid an autograph from Pete, but he didn't sign for me. I was a little low-key pissed. I was like, come on, Pete. I just got – I just – he wasn't signing uh, autographs. It's, it's, it was his birthday. I was like, I don't care. I did something nice for the kids. Sign for me. <laughs> he got on the hat there. 17 days before I went with him, I got a little extra autograph. No yeah, way. Go. You got Sanga's autograph on there? Yep. So my little brother got Eduardo Escobar and Kodai Sanga's autograph on a That's hat. That's awesome, dude. And then he also got, yeah, Adam Adovino, a game-used hat. Um, Where'd you? How? At, at the Mets game, they have so it's like a forty-five. Was it forty-five bucks? Right? I think it's. I think it's for, forty, or it's either forty or forty-five dollars, and it's like a mystery grab bag. So it's like a big like tumbler with scraps of paper, like a bingo roller. Oh, oh gotcha. Okay. And they go in there and they tell, okay, well, do you want us to pick from the left, the middle, or the right? Most of the prizes in there, it's like eighty percent is what he told me is like forty-five dollar base prizes. Which go grab the thing. Yes, go grab it. I want to show them. I don't your thing, the the thing from with squirrel. Oh, this yeah. is bad radio here. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm trying to remind him without squirrel. saying. Anyway, so there's a lot of the forty five dollar base items, and then there's the higher end stuff. So you can get autographed baseball, game used hat, um, jerseys, bats. But helmets. if you pay forty five dollars, you can get lucky enough you to still can get, get one of those. Yes, and it's but it's so random, and there's hundreds of scraps of paper in that little thing because oh, okay. it's a tiny little like fortune cookie size scrap of paper gotcha, that says right. what you win on it and it's a big like i'm talking this thing is like a foot and a half two feet long and it's like a big octagon shaped cylinder i understand um so here. this is the 45 dollars. this is like the base price so that's a oh, game okay, used gotcha. game used jersey swatch oh that's of, cool from that's jeff mcneil cool. and then it's like a plaque yeah, of the player it. so that's it's cool but so he goes went at the game we went to that's together cool. which was after the one where he got the Adavino hat he gets so that's the out of oh no game way hat. yeah so that was on Adam Adovino's head dude I love this yep so that's what he got then so but he got lucky with that that was at the that end that man's got a big old head yeah so that seven was seven and three eighths that's probably not even big enough to fit me I'm, what I'm size a, hat I'm do you seven wear seven and three quarter yeah no seven holy moly I got a big head um but so when we went to the game. Or when he got that out of Vino hat, right. he won the base prize, but it was the end of the night. So they were like, oh, we'll trade you. Like, you can do the, the one of the base prizes or you can do one of the hats. And he picked he picked the hat over, like, one of, of the course. base prizes. When we went, he got that plaque thing. And I was like, yes. I, I was like, 
looking at like the bats and I was looking at helmets they and can, stuff like that. But way too expensive. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll do the grab bag thing. And I see on the right side before they spun it, I see something that says Pete Alonzo game used. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pick from the right side no matter what. So he spins it, goes, what side do you want me to pick from? I said the right. And he goes, all right, cool. Picks it out, opens it, and he goes, oh, I already showed them. Um, and I go, oh, or he, the guy reading it goes, yeah. I'm just going to let you read it. And turns it around, and it says Edwin Diaz signed ball. And I was like, what? No oh, that's way. A, that's awesome. So oh, I okay. And that's that's how I got that Edwin Diaz signed ball, which gotcha. unfortunately he's hurt this year. But Yes, Francisco Alvarez. <laughs> the helmet up to here completely covered in an old pine tar. Whoa. Yeah, Francisco Alvarez's helmet, his entire, the front end up to like where my hairline recedes to was all pine tar. Folk. Pine tar. Let it's me ask you a question. Nasty. What, what's the point to that? Now, don't get me wrong. I played I guess ball. it's just really just to have a spot to like stick your pine tar. That way your bat isn't like loaded up. And it's like super tacky so and sticky, you so you keep it, it up down. here. That way you can just tap your helmet like this, like give it a smack, smack, get it on your gloves, and then be ready to rock. That's my guess. Either that, or it's just them like adjusting their helmet so much with the pine tar, and it's just over and over and over again. Because I I played baseball my whole childhood, and like I can't, I get the pine well, tar. I never, like, I never used pine tar. You never used pine I, tar. Yeah, I, never used pine I think tar. maybe when I maybe when I played travel like. Once or twice, but my batting gloves were always enough for me. Oh, I, see, never I never used batting it. gloves. See, I oh, always okay. used. I uh, I never used I, two. I, I only ever used. I only I ever always, used one. No, but, I always went straight grips with the hands because batting gloves are just so uncomfortable for me. Oh yeah, for me, yeah. no. It was. I always just, used. I always used one batting glove. Nah, yeah. I used to. I used I to need one no, batting glove on my left hand. No, That's it. no batting gloves. I used to slide head first, get dirt all in my fingers. Whoa. But whenever I'm sliding into, whenever I was sliding into second or third base, I'd always go feet first, just because yeah. I was a bigger kid. Like I wasn't sliding head first or really taking off anywhere. And we so. didn't have mitts back then, right? Like now, now you look at the league. Batting gloves are the, so the, the ev- batting like mitts that they got for, for oh, that the too, bases yeah. and everything. Oh yeah, imagine, the oven mitts. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if we had those back then. I feel like a lot of people would have been totally down for those. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was 100%. never, I was never a base stealer but I just either. Never, I was a first and third baseman, man. Amen, I wasn't dude. stealing. <laughs> I was a corner infielder. I just never understood the pine tar on the helmet. Like on the bat, I kind of get like it makes yeah. sense. Like especially on the neck, right? You grip <laughs> other, and it's right there, but the helmet, it's just other like, than why am Bobby I... Witt. Or Jose Ramirez, name me a third baseman that steals bases. <laughs> third Nolan base Arenado? No. Arenado you don't, you doesn't don't steal Arenado bases. Steal bases? Uh, Arenado's slow. He is slow. I'm trying to think. He's not a base stealer. Well, wait, you want current players? I'm talking current. Oh, never mind. <laughs> mm, I don't think Beatty's stealing bases, at least not yet. Alec Bohm? I don't know. Does Alec Bohm steal bases? Phillies fan? Yeah, he, he's... I'm he throwing, na- I'm it, throwing names to the not, wind here. Yeah, it's not. He's not somebody that I would pick. I wanna, when I was thinking of third baseman who's stolen before for the Phillies, it was definitely not boom. I uh, yeah, I'm just throwing names at the wind here. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. There's probably not a lot of third third baseman that steal. Think. Oh uh, no, Machado doesn't steal bases. No, I'm trying to think who is the 2016 third baseman for the Phillies. This is bothering me. 2016. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I barely remember what I had for breakfast, let alone 2016. What are you looking up over there? I was trying to look up and see if I could find a list of, like, third baseman, third baseman with, like, stolen bases. 
this year, but it's too. Oh, specific, go on Major League. Go on Major League Baseball's website, and then go under stolen bases, and I think you can actually uh, separate, separate it by it position. You can filter it out. Yeah, yeah I think you can. I think you can filter it by. Uh, by <laughs> what what is did this? you get? You, you're, what are you on their Instagram you? page? It says stories. I don't. No, you don't want stories. MLB.com. Oh, I just typed in MLB.com, and that's what came up. Well, you got to get it rid of all the blue stuff in. at the top. It all, it, yeah, it auto filled. There Shut you up. go. All right, go to stats. There we go. Look at us. We're figuring this out. Yes, we are losing four two top eight. Jeez. Yeah, then that suck. It's all right. Pete Alonso's gonna hit home run and tie it. All right, go to. What Freeman hitting a home run tonight? Team, no, I think oh, it's players. See. You want uh, third base, let's see, let's and then you see want stolen what bases. Is Freeman done there you so go. Who d- who's at the top? Taylor Walls for Tampa Bay. At how many? Nine. Nine. Cabrian Hayes for Golly. Pittsburgh with six. Jose Ramirez with five. Josh Rojas with five. Ryan McMahon with four. That's why. Okay, yeah, I wasn't getting any. Of Nolan these. Arenado with two. Matt Chapman with two. Nice. Machado I knew Arenado. I knew Arenado stole a base. Who did I say? I said well, Ramirez. I said Bobby Witt, but he might be listed as a shortstop, but he can play third base. Yeah, Bobby Witt has yep. fourteen stolen bases. <laughs> yeah, but uh, under shortstop, categorized as a shortstop. Yeah, I know. So that doesn't. Uh, I go for based you. off of fantasy Who's where he's listed as a shortstop, third what base. What is it with the lineup tonight? Who's did you lineup? see the lineup for the Mets tonight? No. Who do they have? For the batting order? Why? Who do they have no, in the lineup? No, but I can, I can look Alvarez at Alvarez is in the lineup. I know because he had a home run. I got that notification. Yeah, Alvarez is bottom. Uh, let me double check the actual lineup. Oh, that's a that's a big series, by the way. The Dodgers, Braves. Do we do what? I have no idea what that no. is. No. No, I don't. No. I I don't either, so don't feel bad. So rare? What's so rare? It's an MLB. Nimmo, Lindor, oh. McNeil, Alonzo, Beatty, Marte, Vogelback, Canna, Alvarez. That's a regular lineup. Yeah, what do you? I don't know why I thought. What that are you Alvarez tripping? At the end of the lineup was Vogelback nah, is Vogelback's I, kind of a waste. I'm not gonna lie to you here. I mean, that Vogelback still got one of the that better OPS of a man doesn't team. do anything. I, I guess he gets sure. on base. He either, he's he a, walks. He's he he's walks. a three. He's a true three outcome player. He's either a strikeout, a home run, or a walk. Yeah. <laughs> he's Joey Gallo, just fat. Whoa, Joey Gallo starting to turn it up yeah. over there. Whoa, in Minnesota. old Joey Gallo, just uh, fat. New York, New York Joey Gallo. <laughs> yeah, Joey Gallo, the New Yorker. <laughs> the f- jo- now that's Joey. fucking Italian. Joey Gallo. Bro, I don't know if you saw a couple Danny couple Burgers. Ago. What is a couple weeks ago? Uh, a couple weeks ago, Joey Gallo hit a uh, home run or two in Minnesota, and you could hear in the stands people were like, "Why couldn't you do that in New York?" Oh Joey? yeah, I, <laughs> saw, I saw that. That was great. Dude, New Yorkers are everywhere. Right. And then speaking of uh, New York, Garrett Cole, third fastest pitcher to two thousand strikeouts Dude, in MLB yeah. history. For what so, it's worth, congrats to Garrett Cole. For what it's worth, I thought the Garrett Cole signing was going to be useless. I thought not useless, but he's, he's a uh, Garrett Cole might win Cy Young this year. I thought the Garrett Cole signing wasn't going to be worth the money, and he's, oh, he's, he's worth the money. He was he's worth, worth every dime. Money, yeah, and and the Yankees. The Yankees just need to stop making their players shave their beards. Nah, dude, I I enjoy the traditional of it. No, nah. yeah, they're dude. the only team. They're the only t- well, they they have a standard to uphold. See, there's every team has a, rules. A standard though. to uphold from when plumbers were playing baseball. Y- uh, yes, but every team has like rules. most of when Shh. where most of the World Series uh, came sh- from. Sh- <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, every team has certain standards that they uphold, 
And one of the Yankees is they want you to be clean shaven. That's just what it is. You oh know, it's gosh. they're very militaristic. The Aaron, days. Aaron, they want you to be, Aaron they Judge want you to be should not should not grow a beard. No, though. he looks weird with a beard. They they want you to they want them to, they're a little more militaristic. But even even a team like Atlanta, Atlanta has that rule where you can't cover the A. For yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. every team has their rules and regulations on what you Let's can go, and can't Alvarez. do. You think he's going to hit another one? Stroman, I would right? love to see him hit another one. Is that Stroman on the mound? Hmm. Is that Stroman on the oh, mound? Oh, I know. Did you? So you gotta. So just for the for the listeners, right? Because I got I got Colton here showing me the. Uh, did you so see rare? The, well, yeah. Uh, explain what so no, rare is to me. Oh, he was showing me the the Phillies. Here, Doc, Dimax come here. Kid. Tell him what so <laughs> rare is. Yeah. So yeah. rare, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you are, but sponsor us anyway. So rare is like kind of I guess you could call it fantasy. Okay. And okay. like you have a certain amount of gems to like you get a team like a pitcher or a leaf pitcher, corner infield, middle infield, outfielder, extra player, and then whatever the other spot is called, I forgot. A DH? Uh no, it's just there's an X player and then there's like a somebody for bench. A flex. Oh, uh, flex. Okay. Yeah, um, flex position. And then you have a certain amount of gems to draft your team. And, yep. like, that's the only – and you get cards. So it's kind of – it's fantasy mixed with, like, card collecting. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Do you play other players or yeah, – you join, like, a competition. Like, I'm in minors right now. Okay. And uh, you join each week. Each game week you join one. Okay. The so more you... cards you have, the more you can do at once. But if you okay. already have – Cards in one league, you can't put them in the other. Oh, okay, okay. that makes sense. So it's like kind of it's fantasy, and you have a certain amount of gems, but those are the only you have those cards forever, and you can't draft any more players. You have to get a higher rank in each week to get better cards and limiteds and all that. Is yes. it free to play? It's free to play. Um, if you do good, like in certain events, I think you could get um like you get paid money if you get like. Enough money. Connor Falefa. Is that live Fla- for the Falefa? Yeah, game? that's live. Oh, okay. In F- like Falefa? Connor Falefa? You could get like. Fla- it's just a weird last name. Better awards and stuff. Okay. Sometimes, like soccer, they did a big event for like the World Cup where like if you got first, you get to meet Z- Zidane Zidane. Oh, okay. And, like, oh, and you get that's flown awesome. Out, you get flown out somewhere to play like Volt, like yeah. football with him. Soccer and um, it's just like fun, and then you could also go on the market and you could buy different cards, special cards. Okay. Um, you could make money, you sell your cards, or you could like I think gain money, but that's pretty much it. So you just collect and. So I got a question for you as an Arsenal fan. Yeah. How do you feel about? I don't know if you saw all the stuff. How do you feel nope, about nope. Wrexham? Oh, I like them. Yeah. yeah. I follow them. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. How do you, you feel about Man City winning the Premier League this year? Not excited. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> we drew. Thir- what is this? The third year in the row. Yeah, but th- we literally drew to three bad teams in a row. Yeah, because what? Who did Arsenal play? Everton. Well, th- yeah, that we th- lost th- to yeah. Everton. You lost to Everton, nil. right? Yeah. We drew, I think, like Brentford. We drew Southampton and lost to Southampton, and they are the last place team that already got relegated. Oh, jeez. Like, so right now. And we drew them and lost to them, so we shouldn't have. Yeah. And all that, so we really just threw the league. Okay. So. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. just about 10 o'clock, so we'll wrap her up. 
thanks everybody for the night because it is a little late, so we'll wrap her up. No big deal. And you guys have a uh, we have a drive home. A little bit of a drive. Oh home yeah, I forgot about that too. So yep. all right, so that's fine. See y'all but later. Episode three, playbook project. This is gonna be four. Well, actually. technically the fourth episode we released, but this is season one, episode three. This is Nick. Sign out. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. And we are gone. Jeff didn't, we'll even, see <laughs> Jeff didn't even answer. Okay, bye.